بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاه وسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد ابراهيم سيستر بي توكينج اباوت از اي منشن تو ثري وايسز ذات سبيك تو اس اند وات تو دو وذ ذيم اند هاو تو ديل وذ ذيم we spoke about the first of them which is the voice of shaitan who tries to mislead and misguide and deceive <coughs> and we spoke about the different ways in which shaitan does that and what is to be done in that context today i want to speak to about the second voice which in a manner of speaking is even more powerful and that is the voice of yourself nafs about the shaitan allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said he has no power over you he can only whisper but the nafs allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned about the nafs in surah yusuf inna an-nafsa la ammaratun bisu' illa ma rahima rabbi Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says verily and truly my nafs leads me to sin does not lead me to goodness does not lead me to salah does not lead me to zikrullah leads me to sin inna nafsa la ammar the lam of taqid inna nafsa la ammaratun bisu illa ma rahima rabbi so there is a clause which is that except the one on whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mercy we ask Allah for his mercy we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from ourselves so the first thing to understand about the nafs is that where and this is a standard thing remember this is Yusuf alayhi salam speaking about his own nafs so if somebody says you know what i am a pious person i am a muttaqi well you can't be bigger muttaqi than the abi than the nabi of allah and that also a very very special nabi this is the nabi about whose story allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the revealed the whole surah surah yusuf so it is a danger which is there for all of us that the nafs leads us to sin illa ma rahima rabbi how do we get the rahmat of allah second thing is to understand about the nafs is that if we give in to the nafs now again before that with shaitan for example in ramadan allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changes the shayatin so shayatin are not operating but do we commit sins in ramadan and may allah protect us so who is there that is this nafs which is which is misguiding us so the nafs is with us this is our the only time the nafs meaning and again nafs is <coughs> in arabic nafs means life nafs means breath nafs means self in this case we are talking about when we say nafs it is a, it is a, in the in the technical theological meaning which means we really are talking about our own personal desires we are not talking about breath we are not talking about life we are talking about our own personal desires so when we say nafs means my desires now 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he mentioned this nafs in Surah Al-Furqan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أَرَأَيْتَ مَنِ اتَّخَذَ إِلَاهَهُ هَوَى أَفَأَنْتَ تَكُونُ عَلَيْهِ وَكِيلًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Have you seen, O Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the one who has taken his own desire as his ilah, as his God, he's worshipping his desire. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a statement. Allah says, Will you then be an advocate? Will you then be a uh, wakil? Will you be a keeper, protector over such a person? Meaning what? Will you do such a thing? Meaning don't do it. Do not intercede. Do not be that person. Don't be responsible for that person. Believe them. Who? The one who has taken his desire as his God. Now, what is the meaning of saying desire as the God? So, for example, supposing if somebody is addicted to alcohol, he's not putting a bottle of Shiva's regal and making sajda to that, right? So, what is the what is the taking as God means what? Taking as God means where there is a hukum, where there is an order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And opposed to that is the desire. Which do you give precedence to? Which is more important? Right? That is, that, that is worship. Worship is to do something. Worship is obedience, basically. So when I am obeying someone or something other than Allah, then in a way I am worshipping that person. In this case, Hawa is again another word in the same meaning of nafs, which is desires. Allah is saying, did you... See, have you not seen the one who has taken his hawa, he's taken his desires as the object of worship. Means he's worshipping his desire. Meaning what? Meaning it is shirk. And what is the shirk? The shirk is the person has made himself sharik with Allah. How, how evil is that, right? So he's not, now he's not making sharik with Allah, something else, a star, moon, sun. He's making himself sharik with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna And that is such a serious thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used the word ilah. He said, as God, as the object of worship. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then warned the Nabi alayhi salam. He said, do not intercede for such people. So the voice of the nafs. How do you recognize the voice of the nafs? By listening to it and seeing what is it doing. If it is telling me to do something which is against the order of Allah, I leave it. I don't say sorry. Sorry. I understand. I know who you are. Again, the importance therefore of ilm. We should know what is right, what is wrong. Alhamdulillah, today we are not in that situation where we don't know. We know, but we still do it. That's why it's very important not to do that. If it happens, then immediately make istighfar and tawbah. Alhamdulillah, Allah has kept the door of istighfar and tawbah open all the time. Now, third thing. One of the friends of the nafs, one of the Biggest support of the nafs is our company. Is the friend we keep. Right? If you have the, if you have, people say you, you, are, you are a product of five of your closest friends. So ask yourself, who are my five closest friends? You are a product of that. Whoever those people are, you will be like that. 
So it's very important to have the right kind of friends. Because if you have friends, for example, who are doing things which are haram, which are doing things which are doubtful and so on, for you to go against that flow will be very difficult. The simplest thing, for example, if you are, say, you know, for the women, if you, uh, if you want to wear hijab and none of your friends wear hijab, then you will feel odd. You say, well, you know, how, how can I wear this? And they will keep putting pressure on what is it, you are backward, you are this, you are that. If you want to pray on time and nobody is praying on time, or they are Muslim but they are not praying on time, then you will feel hesitant, you know, now I have to get up and go. There is this meeting, there is this nice, we are having good fun and so on, now I have to start up and pray. Company is extremely, extremely important. The right company, very, very important. You be with the right people, you will do the right things. You be with the wrong people, you will do the wrong things. Even if you resist, you will resist for a time. After that, you will fall into the same trap. So, extremely important to be with the right people. Now, in that context, what is one of the biggest mistakes we make? And that mistake is a very serious mistake. And that mistake is, we pick and choose what we will obey. So, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us three directions... We pick and choose, I will obey number one, I will not obey number two, I will obey number three. Selective obedience. And I want to say to you that selective obedience is disobedience. Simple as that. Because if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what did Allah say? Allah said, Ya yu aladina amanu, udhulu fi silmi kafatan. Wala tatibi khutwati shaitan, innahu lakum adu mubin. Allah said, oh you believe, enter into Islam completely, fully, totally, wholeheartedly, not partially, not partially, completely, every aspect of my life, my domestic life, like Islam, my business, according to Islam, the way I deal with people, according to Islam, the way I, I dress, according to Islam, the way I talk to people, according, everything, according to Islam. Allah said, do not follow the footsteps of shaitan. Shaitan has gone. Footsteps are that you are following, you are responsible. He is your worst enemy. Clear enemy. So what do we do? We do selective obedience. Now about selective obedience, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically mentioned selective obedience in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah said, do you believe in some of the scripture and you disbelieve or you reject the rest? Selective obedience. You take something and you leave something. And then Allah said, Allah, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Fama Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, is there any reward? Is there any jaza? The word jaza here is used in a, in a sarcastic sense. Allah saying, what is the reward? What should be the reward? Right? What should be the reward? Of fama jaza. What should be the reward? For someone who does this. Does what? Selective obedience. Is there any reward for those of you who do this? Other than khizyun fil hayati dunya, disgrace in this worldly life. So first of all, right here, disgrace in this life. 
بیوم القیامتی یوردون الا اشد العذاب نو تھنک اباؤٹ دس ناٹ ایون آرڈنری پنشمنٹ آن دا ڈے آف ججمنٹ دے ول بی ٹرن ٹوورڈ دے ول بی پٹ ان ٹو دا ورسٹ پنشمنٹ دا موسٹ گریویس پنشمنٹ اندر اللہ سے وملہ بغافلین عما تعملون اللہ از ناٹ ان اویر اللہ از ناٹ غافل فرام واٹ یو ڈو تھنک اباؤٹ دیٹ This is such a serious, serious, serious matter that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying this in so many words that you, if you do selective obedience. Now, why, why is this such a big issue? Think about this. Why, why, what is the big deal? Many people say, Are, you know, in Urdu, we say, kuch to kar hai. After all, I'm doing something. So, I'm not, I, I, I'm not rejected Islam. I'm not, you know, gone out of it. I've not become murtad. After all, I'm praying. So what if I don't give zakat? Or after I'm, I'm giving zakat, so what if I don't fast in Ramadan? After all, I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm giving zakat. So what if I have, you know, some haram in my life somewhere, in, in one way or the other? Isn't this, we, we hear this argument, right? You know what you're really saying here? You're saying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by your action, so what if you said I should do it? I will not do it. I will do what I want to do. Selective obedience is rebellion. Selective obedience is literally kufr. Selective obedience is you are picking and choosing. And you are saying, Ya Allah, you told me three things. Okay, so what? I will do only two. That is the reason why for selective obedience, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala announce such a serious thing. Allah said, I will make you, I will humiliate you in this life. I will make your life very difficult and humiliating. Here, before you die. And when you die, you will be put into the worst of the punishment. Not with your mouth. Okay. Not into the worst of the punishment. Right? Not even small punishment. Big punishment. So we recognize the nafs be this. Final point We recognize the nafs by another very important thing, which is, Shaitan is happy with any kind of disobedience. If somebody is drinking, no problem. Somebody is gambling, no problem. Somebody, whatever, any, as long as it is disobedience, that's fine. Not the nafs. The nafs will guide you or lead you to doing that which it likes. So, for example, somebody who drinks alcohol probably will not gamble. Right? They, have, they don't have that desire. They only want to drink alcohol. Somebody who's doing ghibah, you uh, don't want to go to alcohol and gambling because you don't do that. Ghibah, for example, right? it's our social life. May Allah protect us. Somebody who does ghibah, they will not gamble. They will not drink alcohol. They pray five times a day in the masjid. But literally, salam salam, you know what I was doing? Instantly it starts. Eating the flesh of your dead brother. Cannibalism. Hmm? Somebody who tells lies, who deceives. You say one thing here, one thing there. But praying five times a day. Now these are things, how do you recognize whether the voice speaking to you is the voice of shaitan or the voice of nafs? Shaitan's voice will take you to any kind of sin. As long as it's a sin, shaitan is good with that. But nafs will take you only to that which it likes. So when you, when you, 
hear this voice, recognize which one it is. Of course, we avoid, we avoid both of them. We, we reject both of them. But point is, at least we should know who is speaking. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to recognize these forces which seek to the end object of both of these is that we go to Jahannam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from that. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us and to help us to do that which pleases Him and to save us from that which does not please Him. وَصَلَى اللَّهَ عَلَىٰ نَبِيِّ الْكَرِيمِ وَعَلَىٰ عَلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِمْ بِرَحْمَةِ ك